0: because what i hated about other pre-workouts is like they'll get me very jittery yeah and i don't know if you ever had that like where like you get a tingle and like yeah I've, I've for me known. it was weird because i'll get a tingle in my ass and I, I didn't like that i was like this is very <laughs> sus you know i shouldn't be feel- <laughs> i shouldn't be feeling this in the gym and shit yeah. like that so i was like what the fuck <laughs> i'm over here like trying to get a workout in, and i feel like a tingle down there And i'm like all right this, this i can't do this <laughs>
1: All right, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the pod, Irving Abarca. Did I say it right?
0: Yeah, Irving Abarca. Can you add Silva at the end? Ah, Abarca it's
1: Silva. my mom, you know? Irving Abarca Silva, welcome to the podcast. How you doing, my brother?
0: Thank you. Thank you for having me here. I'm doing pretty well on this uh, Friday evening,
1: I must say. Cheers, cheers. Yeah, man, thanks for coming. We've been trying to schedule this for a while now. We keep...
0: I know, yeah. It's been what, like... Like a, a few months, yeah. I feel that we've like, been trying to. I was like, rip. I
1: come here. You were going to Houston, or, or, or I moved over here, and then you went to go visit Houston. I, yeah, just all over the. But place. we got it. We got yeah, it. Finally. Yep. uh All right, Irving. So for the people that don't know you, let's give out a quick introduction on on yourself. Uh, so you, you know where you're from, what you major in, uh where'd you go to school, and the career field that you're in right now. Okay.
0: Uh, so I was born in. Cancun, Quintana Roo, Mexico.
1: Oh, I've been there yeah. twice. That's cool. That's, that's <laughs> my place. Uh
0: I moved to Houston around when I was like five. We stayed there for a year, moved to Austin. So this has kind of been my residency lately. Um I went to Texas State University, graduated in December twenty twenty. Sounds oh, like a shit, long time yeah. now, I actually saying It does loud. sound like a long time, but uh I majored in construction management and minored in uh business.
1: Yeah. Okay, so so you, that's that's what you're doing right now. Yeah, that's mind? what
0: I'm doing right now. I actually started off as uh, EE, but I ended up switching over. Is that's uh, electric electrical in- engineering? Yeah, yeah. I, you know what I switched I just over remember after that. my internship, and
1: uh, yeah, I, ju- I I just remember that, dude. Um, but that's that's so you're the first person that I've actually met from Cancun, and it was really interesting that I because I I just went through the pandemic for. Um, that sounds so shitty. I'm traveling during the pandemic, <laughs> but I went I went for my cousin's uh bachelor party in Cancun and and it was fun. It was a good time. But I did not know how young that city is.
0: Dude, it's very young and that uh, I feel like people don't understand that it's like an island, but like the locals and the whole like I don't know, I guess, tourist place, you could say. It's very different. Very
1: different, too, yeah, yes. because you got, you know, the city, Cancun, and, and, and the people there, mm-hmm. and then you got the strip where all the malls, where everybody goes. But, yeah, that city's young. Like, there's, I mean, because, like, you go to you go to Puebla, you, you eat some mole poblano, you go to, I don't know, you go to Monterrey, you eat some some carnasa, some, you know, regio food. You, you go to Sinaloa, you're eating mariscos, but you go to Cancun, it's a little bit of everything because... Everyone comes from all parts of Mexico. Like I, I like I, I was just so like I, I was surprising for me because I never been to somewhere like something that you think is so established, but it's barely been there for forty, fifty years.
0: Yeah, no, it's a melting pot, and that's why when I tell people it was a culture shock when I moved over to the U.S. and lived in Houston. Yeah, it was very different than living over there because over there see more events than over here even though it's a young city just because of all the tours and everything yeah. going on
1: no 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 it's it's really shocking too and 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 the culture shock too because i think now you know people like you not not not, not. not like that <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> not like no. that not like that but like people that were like native to cancun uh because they were born there now they're making now they're making it their own. So when I was there I started seeing uh, a whole shift in movement towards the Mexican Caribbean. Mm-hmm. Right. It, so like it's funny because if you go to Puerto Vallarta, which I've never been, but like I see people that go to Puerto Vallarta, Like it's more Mexico, you know, there's tubas, there's tamborazos acá, pinche baile. Todo. But you go to Cancun it's not like that. It's very like you said, touristy. So it's it's more catered to mm-hmm. uh, touristy but just it was mind-blowing honestly but like when you when you see it from that perspective but um but yeah the mexican caribbean is is becoming a thing it's it is, it's yeah. becoming iconic and there's uh, there's an art scene uh coming out from especially from uh tulum but there's a yeah, there's there's
0: big Escared, uh, cancun playa carmen, playa carmen. Mujeres.
1: i love playa El carmen that was,
0: it's very slipped on, but now it's blowing back again. Thank you, TikTok. But, yeah, yeah,
1: no, it was like I went there and I sit an Airbnb there and I was like immersed in the city. Mm-hmm. And and it felt like I was back in Queretaro because I that's where my family's found family. and I'm like, oh, this feels really good. But there 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 you go, people the cancun talk for, for, for five minutes. <laughs> uh but no, today we're here to discuss um DACA.
0: Yes, DACA. Uh yeah. I guess you could say it changed my life in a way. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't very too sure what it was when it first came out, you know, I thought it was going to be kind of like a road to the road to citizenship for, I guess, people like me that were born in Mexico and were brought to the U.S. at a very young age. Um, but it wasn't, it was kind of like, kind of like, I'm gonna give you a little bit here just so you kind of shut up. <laughs> That's how I kind of took it. <laughs> <laughs> It was, uh, hey, I'm going uh, to give your kids something that all of you have been fighting for just so you can shut up already. You know? Yeah. And that's how I kind of took it because uh, I'm not very up to date with it. But from what I've read and from what I know in my personal experience, like it's mainly just a work permit and we have to renew it every two years. I think some people are now have to renew it every year. Yeah. And uh, you're not considered a citizen you can't touch federal money so no financial aid or anything like that and uh you can't vote shit you can't uh bear arms Uh because you're not a citizen and it's kind of like a detailed list of things you can't there's a lot of things you can't do and so many little things you can do but at the end of the day it did help me put myself in a position where i am today so in a way i'm thankful but it's kind of like a Kind of like a backhand thing, you know. Yeah,
1: there's like two, two like a two-edged sword. I yeah, guess Yeah, two-edged
0: sword type thing.
1: Okay, well, before we get into discussing about DACA and about your journey in college and and post college, uh, let's talk a little bit of current events. I did want to talk about because right before we started, we we went to go get some beers and we were listening to Certified, Certified Lo- Lover Boy. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so uh, how are you liking it? How are you liking it compared to uh, Donda? Because Donda just came out this week too.
0: Uh, I haven't really, like, dived deep into Donda of, like, a few songs here and there. I can't even name him. That's how, like, much I didn't get into yeah. it. But uh, I just knew Drake was, you know, he's a goofy guy. He makes good music. He makes, and, he makes great music. I love him. You know, just, as soon as I heard the Future song, I'm Too Sexy, dude. I, was, <laughs> I just kind of knew I was like, all right, he you know, he took over the weekend. He's about to take, take over the month because, like, I feel like that kind of feeds in more to, like, what people want because it's, it's the end of the summer. Yeah, you know, people are starting school; they want to feel themselves. You know, yeah, you know, I feel like he did what he intended to do.
1: That's gonna be the the banger this fall. At, at every tailgate, they're gonna be uh, listening to 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 that song. Too sexy, too sexy. Yeah. I feel like it's <laughs> definitely
0: gonna be a banger for the tailgates, and uh, until he drops his next single, it's gonna yeah. definitely leave a mark. Well, it, that, it's
1: uh, I think it's 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 sampled from a, there's a there's a, a, a old song, and the old song similar, you know. Um, too sexy for my shirt too sexy for <laughs> and, uh, probably yeah but, but he the samples way, a lot of music but the way know. he like like brings it chopped it up mm-hmm. and like redid it was was pretty fucking hilarious and, and i i was washing the dishes and I, i've been having certified lover boy all day today when i was cleaning around here and uh i, I was watching my dishes and that song came out and i was like oh shit this it's funny, but it it bangs, it like, bangs look, yeah, yeah, it was good.
0: Like, I saw this like meme with Drewski on it with him dancing with the nineteen forty two bottle and <laughs> it just had me cracking up, and I was like, see, this is what he gives people, and yeah, like, I feel like some people don't get that. they're like, he's not giving you so much' like, okay, I want to listen to this. It's like it's gonna make you think every time you see this now, that's what you're gonna it's,
1: think about. it's it's a good song, you know yeah. it's, it, it, it brings up your mood uh there's a lot of great songs i I will say, like, I was scanning through it, and, and I couldn't find one song that I didn't like. Like, they were all bangers, uh, TSU. Yeah,
0: that was a good one. I was actually just talking to you about yeah. that on the car. Yeah,
1: great song, great song. Not to be confused, uh, TSU, Texas Southern University. I don't
0: think nobody confused it, but Texas State made it this big thing they
1: they, they did on una- yeah.
0: Yeah, now people are, like, coming for us and stuff.
1: Yeah, so Texas State is is T-X-S-T-T-S-U-S-T, Texas Southern University, a member of the HBCU.
0: Yep. I actually applied to that college when I was looking for colleges. TSU? I didn't I didn't know what it was. I just kinda applied. Yeah, no,
1: no, no. It's uh it's it's uh it's a good school in, in, in Houston. Uh growing up around it, you always heard hype because all the rappers would make references mm. to TSU.
0: My cousin went to it. That's why I was like, Oh, you know, maybe I'll end up having a class or two with my cousin before I knew what college was yeah. or anything like that, you know.
1: No, um, but no, um uh, TSU, great school. I, I knew I knew some people I went there and a lot of it's so crazy a lot of references uh, to Houston in general too because I mean there's some songs that he sampled uh, and really just I mean you like growing up I always heard that Drake was because he, he was big when I was a senior in mm-hmm. high school so 2010 he was on the come up best I ever had and uh, successful he was, that was the successful. first that yeah. was the first one I heard him dude, and Trey Song and Trey dude, songs. that one just took me back Yeah. so like you know he says that he, that Houston's his second home, whatever. And I guess throughout the years he drops like little stuff, you know, paying homage to that, like, you know, November 18th. I like or, that
0: a lot, yeah. Because I'm, I'm very like, I like paying homage to Houston just because it was the first place in the U.S. that I lived at. And dude, that's yeah. like, I wouldn't say it's my second home, but it definitely always has like a warm spot for me. Anytime I'm out there, like I have family out there and it just, it makes me feel good when I'm out there, you
1: know? Yeah, no, no, for sure, for sure. And um, just to see that... Uh, just for for drake to do that uh, i thought that was really cool he he, he i think he did a lot uh, of that uh, on this album um there was another song that i like and i think i tweeted it uh, on my twitter
0: i'm surprised he didn't put somebody from houston on i think he we got try he, to sam- sp- he sampled still throat
1: yeah yeah, He's, but he
0: didn't put Nobody From Houston on that. No, song. he didn't. He but put Travis Scott, but it wasn't a very like Houston song. I, mean, I think he was just talking about like how he cut off his friends. Yeah,
1: and, like cut, cut off your friends, uh, but I found more yeah, peace. Yeah. Uh, like I'll deal with it or, or, or like uh, uh, that's a good trade-off or something like that. Yeah. Uh, I like Fountains uh, uh, with Temps. So she's a British-Nigerian rapper. Mm-hmm. I like I like British rap dude. I I went there once in London. I was uh, <laughs> Pretty good. I was I was in London one time and um DeFlo and I were looking for something to do cuz it was like a Monday night, mm-hmm. but it was it was the last day of the year. Um, so it was December 30th, not 31st. So it was the 31st, I think it was a Tuesday. Anyways, we're looking for a bar. We found this like random bar in um, what was that fucking neighborhood called? I don't even know the name of the neighborhood. It was some some trendy neighborhood in, in London and we go there and and when we first got there they were playing like one or two songs that we knew, like, oh, they played Drake and some other shit. And then like out of nowhere, they just started playing British rap. Oh shit. And like I, I was like, bro, I don't know this song. Like I don't know who the artist is, but it bangs, bro. And the way that the the people there would react to it, you know, they were all like get like getting getting lit with it, getting bro. Like the, they were yeah. all doing like little dances with it. And I was like, what the f and I felt left out. So the next day we were heading to Amsterdam and uh we like I had I had Shazam at that club. <laughs> I was that guy. <laughs> i was like just shazam and everything and and uh and we were just like jamming on the way and 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 i just been i i listen to it because i like it I, I it's a different perspective on rap than american rap you know
0: i like it i usually i'll scroll through like facebook here and there and mm. i you know fall into the rabbit hole of like clicking on one video and then it has some another one videos to yeah. it's usually the vice ones and they start bringing up stuff from like the uk and like rappers and i think there was some guy named like scarface that like yeah. Used to do rap and now he does like techno and stuff like that. And they were showing him like driving like six hours for his concerts and stuff like it's, that. It's it's yeah, really it's, interesting it's, it's like crazy.
1: how how people like how other parts of the world react to to rap and what they consider rap and what they like. Like Puma is not big here for some fucking reason. Puma is not, but it's big over there. It's big yeah. over there. It's big like anywhere other than here. Like Puma is a big thing. So like just a little cultural. Stuff like that that aren't big here but are big over there, or or how they perceive it and, and see it different. But, anyway, so that fountain song was really good. I liked it. It was it felt like a, like a part two to control it because, like, mm-hmm. so another thing, another reason why I like like uh why I like UK rap too because it has like a Caribbean African, like, like it's, it kind of has like, like, like a don't you know, like very tropical, you know, like you chilling and so, uh. I think it's because uh, the big influence is, is is Nigeria, like Nigerian music's like mm-hmm. that, and so. But anyways, I, I like that song. I thought it was really great. TSC was a great one. The one with Travis Scott was phenomenal. I'm too sexy. <laughs> that's that's, 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 yeah, gonna that's gonna be, the, gonna big be the
0: probably the song of the year. I would say. Yeah. I wouldn't say song of the year, but it's definitely gonna be like the anthem for the guys. The you know, be a, yeah, yeah.
1: I, I don't know about Donda. I don't. I'm I, not a big Kanye West fan, to be honest. Kanye West fans, they're. Uh, there's, there's I like his else. old music. Uh, oh, I liked his good.
0: new music. I actually liked the album that everybody hated. I liked Yeezus a lot. Yeah. And uh, everybody fucking hated that I album. think
1: Life of Apollo was good. I thought, Life of Apollo
0: was pretty good yeah. too. Yeah. It was actually real. Yeah, yeah, actually, that album was actually really good. I think that
1: was idea. probably like one of his best ones. Life of Apollo. I wouldn't say. Uh, well, I it, well uh, the. Dr- cut-
0: I thought my Dark Twisted Fantasy was top tier. Like yeah. for him, like it was really fucking good, really well put together.
1: I mean he he, he he did a lot of cool stuff, uh but you know, he's he's an artist, people don't get him, so maybe that's why I don't get him. <laughs> I just I mean, he had that uh stadium in Atlanta sold out and they didn't even come out. And then people were like, Dude, that's fucking legendary and I'm like, Bro, he didn't do shit, He just wasted your money just to go see him and not come out and perform Donda.
0: Yeah, I kept like reading into stuff like that and apparently he was doing stuff that like creatives do where like they put out a sample of whatever let's say like you're making an app they put a sample of the app they see how the people react to it and they see the parts that they don't like and they start working on it again so Uh. that's what they were saying he was doing with his album like
1: well he stayed there he was living there no
0: yeah but he kept editing the album because i don't know if you heard the first like leak of it but it's different than the than the actual stuff he put out like it has similar things Uh. but the beats on it are different. i don't know if i'm a person that just catches stuff like that but I started getting really into it I was like what why the fuck is he doing this I know?
1: I did see a post that he didn't want to release it but the studio released it anyways are like fuck it we're releasing it mm. I could be wrong though I don't do people Kanye's a is a different thing yeah,
0: a, <laughs> a very special person Yeah
1: either you like him or you hate him or you, you get him or you don't I I don't but you know I yeah. I, I don't I don't shit on the shit you know Yeah but you know he's cool he's you know I I'll I'll grab, a, I'll grab a beer with him if he he came here. I feel, uh, like, are, uh, I feel uh, like he's
0: one of those people that, like, I would like have ten him on years the podcast. from now. I'm gonna be like, "Yo, like Kanye was somebody that stands out." Yeah. That, oh yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Like for this culture, yeah. like he oh, influenced yeah. it. Because if you think about it, you, it's not a lot of people that you could think about. Like ten years ago, what were you listening to? Like ten Lil years ago, Gucci Man was a big Her thing. Hurricane Chris. Hurricane.
1: <laughs> uh, little Gucci Webby. Uh, no, no. But ten years ago, I think I think I was like hooked on. Uh, gucci man's lemonade oh, that yeah. whole album that I, I, I forgot what it was called but it was like a song kush is my cologne but oh, i didn't yeah. even smoke but i like that song kush is <laughs> my cologne anyways but uh yeah I, I, like am i a kanye fan no not really but you know he's welcome to the podcast let's bring out kanye bring out yay to thinking twice it'll be a great time i'll be
0: pretty loud <laughs> if, if you do that i would definitely be outside just kind of like peeking in just peeking in
1: <laughs> Uh, okay so let's let's get into the uh, the topic here so again the the topic is DACA and for those that don't know what DACA stands for is uh, the Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals Uh, so pretty much it's a policy that allows uh, some individuals with unlawful presence in the U.S. after being brought to the country as children uh, to continue their education and I believe that's pretty much it like that's uh, like a good
0: good thing for it. Yeah, so it like they, they right? give you it almost looks like a residency card, but it's a work permit authorization and with that you're able to get your ID, your driver's license and you're eligible for a uh, social security.
1: Wow, okay. From and I mean
0: that's what I've reaped from it. I don't yeah. know if you could get more with it. I know you could put in some special requests and like sometimes travel out of the country, but you're not allowed to really travel out of the country and come back in.
1: Yeah. No, it's there's so much into it that i can't even
0: no it's a lot like over the years it's it's developed uh, a lot but i feel like people have found like for everything they found their loopholes and it's it's what you take from it and how much deep you're willing to go into it and how much money you're willing to spend because this is a very expensive thing to do yeah
1: it's it's almost uh 10 years old so it was actually introduced august uh of 2012 by president barack obama yes August or June, June, uh, one of those two uh, But, so yeah So it's been evolving, this is a policy that has been Evolving, changing left and right And it's become, uh, I know during the, the Trump elections, it was a very Big hot topic, is he going to take It away, is he not
0: uh, Yeah, everybody thought he was going to take it away he I kind of stayed hopeful With it, I think he he Like stopped it for a bit or something like that But it was like, had, like, I think they, it, right? they, they had like Turned into a one year thing, but I now I think now if you haven't submit it for it it's not like you can't add new people to it like mm. let's say somebody comes right now and they try to apply for it they can't get it anymore uh, so it's whoever has it has it and if you lose it you lose it
1: wow okay yeah. how do you know that so well you know let's look let's look back when you because in 2012 I'm I'm sure you were young and you were like in eighth grade right or something no
0: nah, like I, uh, I think when I got school? it I was like a sophomore or Junior in high school, I think I
1: was a junior. Oh, so, the, so you got it early, early.
0: Yeah, I got it like as soon as it came out. So you Mine don't necessarily
1: was, have to be in college to get it.
0: No, it was mainly first. It was mainly for work, but you could use it when you're already like thinking, "Hey, I want to go to college." Hey, oh, I do this. okay. So it helped a lot of people like just be to be able to work legally. Okay. So for me, it was mainly like, okay, I know I want to do something after my life. I didn't know what I wanted to do yet. Yeah, but it was definitely helpful to work legally and like to work at an actual place. Cause at the time I think I was doing side jobs with my dad and I was doing landscaping for my neighbor's like friend or something like that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Just like little under the table jobs.
0: Yeah. And it was funny cause as soon as I got it, you know, and I was able to work and everything went through the whole paper process, which took a lot, took a lot of money. Our lawyer actually pretty much charges up for it. And uh, it was funny cause I went from landscaping to home Depot <laughs> and the first thing they tell me like oh like are you good at spanish blah, 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 and everything and i was good at electrical so i thought they were gonna put me in the electric department they put me in the garden department oh we so it was like going from <laughs> like outside <laughs> landscaping to like indoor a, land- a commercialized like <laughs> indoor landscape so that's i was like funny. i guess this is one step <laughs> up, yeah, you know? yeah,
1: you're in ac now yeah pretty much that's so funny that's uh it's really interesting and so you started you so you 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 got it for work. You were working here and there. Uh, when you were approaching to your senior year or junior year, I guess when you when the, all those talks about college come in, mm-hmm. what was that like? Like, were you thinking like, "Hey, is this DACA going to help me in college?" Is it? Like, so
0: I didn't know how much it was going to affect me until my junior year. So it was that second part of the junior year yeah. when I started applying and when I started when they started telling us about scholarships and FAFSA. And everything and like they had to talk about it because it was fairly new you know and uh, I had to talk to an advisor and I was like hey so what can I do I'm not a citizen Uh, it's not letting me open a FAFSA account and I'm not allowed to touch any federal money so where does that put me at in terms of college financial help how much can I help my parents with this because at the time I had saved up some money from working all these jobs and it wasn't anything major that was going to help me you know in the future so there's this thing called tasfa that texas gives out i don't know if any other state does it but i know i really looked into texas and it's like kind of like financial aid but from the state so i was allowed to touch
1: that yeah because it's it's not federal
0: yeah and that's what i applied for i actually got i think like five or six scholarships i just kept applying i was applying every day there was things where you could apply if you were, like, if you speak Spanish. I was just applying for, like, any little scholarship that I could find. Shit, like, and right. Yeah, I was, like, sleeping late at night. I wouldn't really do much. So weekends I would spend it, like, you know, following up, just writing up papers and stuff like that for scholarships, filling in forms and everything. And, like, it just seemed like it kept getting farther and farther away, like, just the idea of going to college. Because at the time I knew I wanted to go to college, I just didn't know if I was going to be able to go to university. So that kind of hit me mm. big mentally. And uh my dad kept trying to force the the ACC on me. He was like, "Hey, like you know, you should try ACC. This is what we could probably afford. This is yeah what we could probably do." Because like at the time, we my family wasn't very like financially stable. Like we were good enough to where we lived at. We always had food and everything. Like we took care of everything, but we knew a university was gonna be expensive. That's a that's a big
1: that's a big uh, purchase, there.
0: Yeah, it's a big purchase. And at the time, like. It, dude, it was so fucked up how everything happened. Like my mom's car broke down. My dad had to get a truck because he gave his car to my mom, and I had just gotten a car. Shit. So we were all like in a financial bind. And a uh, year and a half from now, I'm supposed to go to university and add oh, some man. more depth on myself. But uh everything ended up working out a lot. Like not working out as planned, but I had a lot of help from friends and. Uh, There's this one guy that I really want to shout out. It's my friend, uh, Richie, uh, Ricardo Beltran from Maynard New Tech High School. He was always kind of like pushing me and saying like, no, you're going to go to college. We're going to become big. We're going to get money when we grow up and stuff like that. He's actually, I believe he's a mechanical engineer right now. He's like traveling and stuff like that. So it's pretty cool. He pushed it on this person that was like, it was this financial advisor that would come to our school. and Help us get scholarships and stuff like that. She opened up a lot of doors for me. I actually didn't know I was going to go to a university until two weeks before I graduated. Damn. So okay. I had gotten accepted to a bunch of universities. I think like the main three that like people know about was tech, uh, Texas state and, uh, UT had done this thing that they call a cap program. So I would have to go to a different UT for like, like UTSA or UT Tyler, yeah, for like 30 hours or something like that. But it's mainly because my mom helped me with this admissions officer. Cause she worked at UT at the time. And then, that just kind of I was like, ah, fuck that. Like I'm not yeah. doing that, you know. Like they already told me I'm not good enough for this. But it was mainly because <laughs> it was mainly because of my uh, ACT and SAT scores. No,
1: but but the thing about UT, it's it's uh, especially for undergrad admissions. It's it's I mean it's a it's it's not like A and M where A and M just like can can grow their campus because they have yeah. the real the the real estate there, right? Mm-hmm. They want to fucking build like three four more buildings. They can do it at UT. You can't, like, this is it. Like, we're in, we're in downtown Austin, like, there's being buildings left and right. So, their admissions are a little bit. I think, I believe, if you're in the top 10 in your school when you graduate high school, automatic admission to all public schools in Texas, all public universities for UT. That is not the case. I think you have to be top seven. Yeah, it was it's something like, like more because like,
0: I think only the number one two and three from my school ended up going to UT, and I think, like, the number six or something like that, but not all, not all of them chose to go to UT. Yeah. And it's- I came from a small from a small school. It was a STEM academy. Yeah. So my graduating class was 70 people. Oh, shit, so that was yeah. really competitive. I was in the first quartile, but just because uh, my freshman year, I actually ended up getting arrested, shit. and I had to go to, like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, doing some stuff I wasn't supposed to at school, and uh, I ended up missing out. For a good chunk of the year and it really affected my gpa and i didn't know until later on when i came back i was on it but it would only did so much you know that's
1: you know that's that's interesting that you say that because when i was in high school so my parents didn't go to high school i went to high school and freshman and sophomore year i didn't give a fuck about like grades or anything because yeah. i didn't know what it like i didn't know what a gpa was and i didn't know the power that the gpa has and so like it's crazy well, yeah when I when like my, my teachers were like, we need to get a good GPA for you to go to college. And I'm like, what the fuck is a GPA? And they finally <laughs> told me, I'm like, oh shit, I need to get I need to turn this bitch yeah. around. Uh, graduated with a 2.5 from from high school, so oh, shit. made it. I made it up in college. I graduated with like a three something mm-hmm. in college, but I I didn't know the importance and the nurturing that a GPA needed. You gotta make sure you get those A's and B's, to, yeah, to get those good grades because that's gonna help you get in. But uh, damn that's that <laughs> he, yeah, he like, got arrested
2: I, dude
0: yeah everybody in my high school was like really <laughs> about school like i went to the culture there was different than like what you would think a regular high school was because over there it was like cool to get good grades like it wasn't we didn't really do tests we we did like projects so they would give us yeah. teachers would put us in groups and they would give us a project and you have like two weeks to do all your research put this presentation together and then present it to the whole class and that's how we got graded on mm-hmm. by like communication how well you presented, presented your research, yeah. uh, how good what your writing was, how basically making sure that you're not looking back to just read off you know, a book or yeah yeah yeah. Exactly. So it, it really helped us a lot, and we had to like dress up. We had to like dress up, to, like, dress up in professional clothing and it was more of that
1: that that critical thinking.
0: A lot of critical thinking. There was people from like all around the world that would come and like tour our school and stuff like that. So it was pretty cool. Yeah, it was a really nice experience.
1: Yeah. It, You know, it's funny that you said uh, being uh, like getting good grades was a cool thing back then because I feel somewhere, somewhere in like 2009, 8 to like 2012, 13, 14, maybe somewhere in between those years that shifted. And I I saw it when I was going to high school because like in high school, you know, I went to school in, in the city in Houston and, you know. It's not that uh, good grades, like, it's not like having bad grades made you cool or, or something, but, like, people, con- were like, yeah. started bragging about it. It
0: gave off the impression of, like, oh, you don't care. Yeah. You're, like, you're like a bad boy or a bad girl. Like, and you, you do what you want to do. Exactly. And, stuff, yeah.
1: and so I, 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 like, thought about that, and, like, I thought I was, like, like this is just, you know, we, like, looking at trends and and and, and you know, sociology yeah. and stuff like that. That I was, like, noticing these patterns, and I'm like, man, am I, like, like is, is that a thing now? And then 22 Jump Street came out. Mm-hmm. Oh that's, yeah, the second part of it. The second cool. part and that's when uh, 21 or 22. No, 21. 22.
0: 21 was when in high school. Remember? In high Oh, yeah, okay. 21 was a high school 22 So was they college, go to
1: high right? school and Jonah Hill was popular because he was a smart one. Mm-hmm. He was like getting good grades and and Channing Tatum was like the the dumb yeah. one and yeah. he was like that cool. And I was like, "Oh, okay, so maybe I'm not the only one that that yeah. sees this trend because I was like like when did cool
0: yeah, it was strange. I mean, I always got good grades in like middle school and stuff like that, but the friends I hung around with at the time, it wasn't like, it wasn't cool to talk about that type of stuff, you know, it was more yeah. about like, what, like, what are we going to do? What girl are you talking to? What sport are you playing? Yeah. Type stuff. But once I got into high school, since it was based around like STEM, yeah, everybody was like, okay, I'm trying to be top tier. I'm trying to get good grades. I'm trying to get in college. I'm trying to go out of state i'm trying to do all these amazing things with my life and uh i guess like mac had or like apple had this like contract with my school where like we were provided with like macs and like ipads and stuff like so we were the first one to like roll it out in our district yeah and uh like i'm like i told you earlier like we had people like come from like china and stuff like that like you know all around the country and just kind of tour the school and see how it affected us. We actually had Obama come to our school and like give out a speech. Oh and no like shit. That. Yeah. It was that's actually nice. pretty cool. It's in uh Maynard, not too far from here, actually, maybe like a good thirty minute drive from here. And now it expanded into like a middle school and I think they're trying to do like an elementary or something like that
1: for yeah, that's that school. Good. Now. Yeah. Hey, shout out President Obama. Shout out President Obama <laughs> and uh Maynard New Tech, you know? <laughs> uh so so you got in, you're in college now um you got into texas state congratulations (laughs) so
0: before that i think i had touched on top i didn't know i was going two weeks before two weeks before okay and uh you know i was pretty sad because i kind of had just like fell into that thing where i told my dad i was like okay you know like i'll try it out i know we're not gonna afford any of this right now yeah and i told myself i'm gonna make it one way or another like whether i have to get this money one way or another like i'm gonna do it you're gonna do it and uh, my friend Richie comes up to me like two weeks before, you know, we're supposed to walk the stage and everything. He's like, hey, like, make sure your phone's on today. Like, you're going to get a very important call. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, he's going to try to call me and trip me up because he had already got into his school and he was getting his shit paid for. Yeah. Sure, okay. And I was like, okay, cool. And, uh, you know, the time goes by. I'm like, nothing. Nobody has called me. It was like around, I believe, 4.05 on a Thursday or something like that. I get a call from the financial advisor and she's like, Hey, I'm on the phone with the admissions from Texas State. We have some news for you. We have some bad news for you, but we have some good news for you. And I was like, Okay. And then like, well, you already know the good news that, you know, you've been accepted, you're admitted, and we're ready for you to come here. But uh Richie has Ricardo has made me known that like, you know, you're having a little bit of financial problems and stuff like that. And I was like, Yeah, you know, like what's like what's up? Like what can I do about that? Uh, can I take out any loans? I know I'm not eligible for full. and they're like, well, what we're actually gonna do is we're gonna pay for all your tuition. We're gonna give you a full ride, oh, but shit. we can't pay for your housing. So he, they're like, as long as you could pay for your housing, we'll pay for all your classes. Shit, and I was like, like, dude, I shit you not. I almost got in tears, and I was like, yo, what the fuck? Like, why would somebody that barely know? Cause me and rick ricardo had like been close but not that close but like we got really close our our senior year in my junior year and uh yeah once i got that call man i was like i was very shocked and surprised and i i had never had somebody do that for me you know like he didn't have to worry about me he didn't have any responsibility so uh, so
1: richie richie was uh he was a student yeah, he was he was a senior just like me. Like, but he, was, he would he would talk to the financial advisors that. he Yeah, did. he
0: like went out yeah. and talked to the financial advisors. He was like Told getting him. meetings for me. He was like, "Hey, the scholarship just came up. You should apply for it." Like, I think I got one for like being like a Hispanic and engineering or something like that. Yeah, like, I got a bunch of like little bullshit scholarships that like led up to a, what I paid for for my books and part of my wow. housing, but. He really made that push to find me connections and got me with a financial advisor that would come to our district and got me what ended up being a full ride to Texas State. Sheesh! So, you know, that was kind of like a secret I kept to myself, but I always told him thank you. Like, without him pushing me and without him trying to open those doors for me, I don't think I would have believed in myself enough to make those yeah. make those openings for myself, you know, so that I was really happy about that. And Damn. that's like one of the few friends that like I could talk to at any time, and I know we're cool, you know.
1: Yeah. And so then, then, uh, then a few months later, you're at Texas State. Texas State, fun day, and everything. You're walking around on uh, North Obj looking for a party. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, <laughs> I'm out
0: there with my friend uh, Alexis and Martina. They both went to New Tech with me. Uh, went to Texas State. We ended up getting really close over there. So we're finding a party with some other friends, you know, there was this thing that they call the list at Texas state. We're like, send it out every weekend and uh,
1: every Friday and Saturday Texas State ragers on Twitter. Yeah. They would show you all the parties that were,
0: (laughs) that were going to happen that night and the addresses and you just had to show up with either like some juices or, you know, some liquors, I don't know, whatever you wanted to be well be. so we're walking by and I guess we had the list from the day before still. And we didn't really know like okay there's a new list every day so we're looking for this party which ended up being toast's house but as we're walking <laughs> up the hill it's dark it's sketchy and uh toast pops out the bushes so right off the back that was a red flag for me i was like yo this guy means trouble what the fuck is he doing but i think you had just came from the square or something like yeah, that. yeah
1: i i i had just gotten dropped off by my friend uh they dropped So i had just came back from the square they were they were dropping me off and uh like I was, I was cutting through a shortcut to get to my apartment and that's when i popped out and and you guys it was you and your freshman crew and i popped up and i'm like hey what's up y'all because i was already drunk and you're like hey man uh do you know where, where this address is and i was like let me see you show me your phone and i'm like bro that's my apartment bro <laughs> <laughs> that's my apartment dog and then you're like oh shit bro and i'm like yeah but i was like but that uh that party was yesterday uh and, and then you're all like oh okay And then i was like well you yeah, can yeah, come and chill like it's it's early it's like 12 uh
0: yeah and at that point like you know we were like i think we were like three girls and two guys yeah and then uh the no it was actually three guys and four girls okay and so we're there and i'm like oh, i don't know about these guys you know like whatever and then like At the time, you know, we were trying to do some stuff. We were freshmen, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, you know, fuck it. And then, like, yeah, come up. I'm like, all right, you know, we could check it out. And then (laughs) we're there. (laughs) I think (laughs) Toast is already, like, kind of buzzed and stuff like that. So we're just checking out the room. And then I meet Jake. Jake and it was like before the fraternity so Yeah, like it was, yeah, this is way it, it, before the this fraternity. Is Jake before the fraternity So like I'm kind of like scared of this guy. I'm like, yo, like this guy looks like he could smash my head on. This
1: yeah, because I I don't know who asked me. Somebody asked me. I think it was either one of your friends that you were with. uh They were like, hey, can I get a tour of the apartment? Like it's it's a nice. Yeah, place. it was my friend Alexis. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it was Alexis. She's like, uh, can we get a tour? Like, like. I was like, yeah, like fuck it. Like I showed, like, it wasn't a big place, it was just yeah. small. But I showed her the spot and then like oh this my roommate's room. And here comes Jacob and around that time, you know, Jacob was, No shirt, no Just no, shirt. chilling,
0: <laughs> fucking long ass short, those basketball those shorts. Basketball shorts, long Black ass Nike shorts. socks and white like some white faded shoes. A towel on your yeah. shoulder.
1: Really yeah, yeah. And uh and that, that was so funny and then we didn't see each other for like a semester no no we saw each other yeah
0: after that i would like kind of keep seeing you around but i thought you had lied about going to the school because i'm like there's no way these fucking old heads are going because we're, we're yeah, yeah we're, we're both older, older. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, there's yeah. no fucking way like we could we could like some shit could have happened to us like we're never going back to yeah that area ever again and then I keep seeing you around campus, and I see you with, like, some art stuff or something like that. Yeah. Because at cause the time, I, you, were I, doing, I, I I think you were doing, like, your portfolio or something. Or yeah. Maybe uh, that was, portfolio that was, was when you were pledging. Oh, okay, but I, was, I was, was,
1: yeah, I was doing my basics. Okay. So, yeah, I see you doing this stuff, and, like,
0: you keep saying, like, hey, like, you know, how come you haven't hit me up? And stuff like that. And I'm like, yo, this guy's a creep. Yeah, what the a creep. <laughs> But no, the more I kept seeing you, the more I'm like, okay, this guy goes here. You know, he wasn't lying. You know, he was an honest person. Yeah. And then like, <laughs> I think I didn't see you again until it was like the next semester when you had already.
1: No, I was pledging that semester. Oh. I was pledging that semester yeah. and I was trying to get you to join with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, And then that whole semester you would always see me because I was riding the bus a lot, yeah. running around with my, my shit. And then that I think at, towards the end of the semester, I saw you again at the bus and mm-hmm. I was like, hey, man, like, uh, cause I had my, I was wearing my letter shirt. And then, and then I was like, yeah, man, I, 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 I'm in it already. And then you're like, oh, cool. And then that's when I, I, I told you to come to, uh, house night and, and you came out. And mm-hmm. and the rest is, No, that, history. Was, that was the next semester. That was the next semester. That was the next semester. Yeah. Cause before it was that, was early, early, early yeah, in the spring.
0: That, that first semester, I had one, uh, with my roommate. We had one to like a few, like, mm-hmm. fraternity parties and stuff like that. And I was, oh, this is cool. And then, like, I had one with people in my dorm. Cause I got really close to the people in my dorm. Yeah. So, like, I was uh that kid that, like, I just went knocking on everybody's door one day. And I was like, hey, like, we should go out and play soccer and stuff like that. And a bunch of us got in front of the stair and just started playing started soccer. Playing and we there. started getting cool after that. Like, it was just a bunch of the guys there. So, we started getting really close. We were partying, like, most of the semester. I was I, I was very close with my friend, like, Martina and Alexis. We were, we were basically partying almost from, like, Wednesday to Sunday. Yeah. But I w- I'd always make sure to get my shit done. And they would always, like... There was this friend that I had, like, kind of, like, she lived there, but, like, she was, like, living with me and my roommate at the time just because we were all, like, very cool. Yeah. She was always calling me a nerd and shit like that because I would, like, try to fall asleep early or, like, try to do my homework or I'd try to do stuff like that. But it was because, like, I guess she wasn't used to seeing me like that. She always used to see me, like, partying hard and shit like that.
1: Yeah, and, and th- so this is at Steri, right? Yeah, this was, was this Stary. Was this Ricardo and Enrique, were they there? Yeah, so okay. I had met
0: them there. We actually met the day I was playing soccer r- Enrique lived like I think like two doors down from me, yeah. and Ricardo lived two floors up. But I got re- I just got really cool with like all of them, and then that's yeah. where I ended up meeting my roommates next year, Tavian and uh, Trey. Okay,
1: mm-hmm. that's that's so interesting how like our, our all our stories yeah intertwined just
0: end, ended up blending in together.
1: Yeah, uh, what what's also interesting like I I, <laughs> I just keep thinking like what... Like I, I, like now, like thinking back at it, because I haven't thought about this in a while until now. But like just looking back at it, how you said it was Jacob before the fraternity, so he was a scary guy. Yeah. Um, I and then myself, like I, like I just remember my first time in San Marcos, and I don't know if I if I said the story before, but I remember I just got out of the military, mm-hmm. and I, I went to this random ass house party because you can find them on. On Texas A Rangers, yeah. I don't. Are they still even active?
0: I I don't think so. I stopped worrying about it like after my junior year. Like yeah, I, I went to like one house party like here and there, but after that like yeah, I, I just kind of did bars and whenever our fraternity. Exactly stays, yeah
1: so. like so yeah so after like sophomore junior year we're, like we stopped fucking with it but anyways, so I I, I went to a party and uh, we. We're at, we're at this party and and we're 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 drinking. And there's these kids with me. They're young kids. They're like freshmen, sophomores. At the I think it was called the Aspen around that time. We're drinking. Mm-hmm. I live there. And uh, some some kid some kid is like, "Hey man, uh, you look like a cop, bro." And I was like, "What?" And, and he's like, "Yeah, you look like a cop." And he's like, "You a cop?" And I'm like, "No, dude. I'm just I'm just chilling, bro." And he's like, "How old are you?" And I'm like, "I'm 22." Around that time, I was 22. I was like, "I'm 22." He's like, Oh, okay, okay. So then later on that day, somebody had asked me a question or, or something where I like had to pull out my wallet. I think like they were asking like pe- people to pitch in for like I don't know, like a beer yeah, or cigarettes Excel or something. Or some yeah. Sugar, yeah. So I'm pulling out my wallet and, and I had just gotten out, so like the first thing you see was my military badge and the kid saw it. And he's like i knew you were a cop bro i knew you were a cop and i'm like no, i'm not a cop bro because like i still had like my military yeah. haircut i was i was thinner back then mm. i still had like you know i was still like fresh out the yeah. military he was like you're a cop dude you're cop. i'm like no dude that's my i got out the military yeah and then like i calmed him down he's like oh, okay okay bro dude yeah
0: like, there was a lot of situations like that i felt like in some of the parties where it could have gone really wrong and then like uh that first semester, we got really cool with like, I don't know if you ever remember, but like, remember how like Texas state had the trendsetters, which was like, Big yeah, he was my neighbor. Yeah. Big he Nici. was your neighbor. So we got really cool with them, with some of them. And then like, we, we would just all kind of party and stuff like that. But there were certain situations where like, I would like party in Austin too. And I was partying over there with like friends from back home and over here. Mm-hmm. And some of my friends from back home weren't used to how friendly people were at Texas state. And so that will kind of cause like a few problems over there. And I would always end up in situations where, like, dude, like we really could have fucking <laughs> yeah. something brutal could have happened tonight, you know? No,
1: it's, it's, it's crazy. Like, yeah. like, especially like when people from out of town come to visit and they see Texas they like, what different. the fuck is this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but okay. So, so you went to college, did college. Uh, you graduated. Congratulations. Yep. During Finally the...
0: graduated. Actually, I was out for a believe a semester when i was going through a lot and then like
1: yeah i I remember you took that break
0: took that break and came back and decided to finish and
1: you You were also part of uh uh part of the 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 bar the bar crew at the blind pig yeah
0: the pig boys yeah the pig boys you roy got a uh, job and uh, started working actually worked at amazon first with jake and yeah we both got fired and uh we ended up at the, <laughs> <laughs> at the bar industry dude honestly you could probably even ask jake the best day of like my amazon career was the day i got fired oh. just, i hated that job so much that was one of those jobs where like i would feel like my life getting taken away from me
1: man i i heard those were, were brutal yeah mm. we were working
0: 12 hour shifts from like 6 p.m to 6 a.m but do you we, we thought it was okay because we were making such a good amount of money
1: mm-hmm and I, I i and i remember that i remember we all had that bet when hula started working there because you guys oh, had all how long there. he was gonna last so yeah and there, and there and he lasted a while yeah he lasted i think he lasted more than flip right because flip ended up quitting flip, before flip ended up quitting too yeah and i remember and anthony just never, I, I went like a week or two <laughs> i forgot about that but uh but no so you yeah, i went to the bar industry y'all were doing that so you graduated uh last year and so let me ask you this between graduation and like getting your first job uh your big boy job uh did you take any internships uh was there anything oh, well you did say that that an internship helped you change your mind uh from electrical yeah engineer to, so when but,
0: i was doing electrical engineering my sophomore year somehow i land an internship with a company i don't want to name because uh my brother's really close to them when I, and you never know when things happen yeah go, so no um So I do the internship with them, and uh, when I'm working, these people are, like, really about their careers. And I'm a sophomore in college, just got in a fraternity and trying to have fun and stuff like that. And it just really kind of brought me down back to reality, and it was like, this is not kind of what I want to do. I wanted to be more, like, on the creative side where I could be more influential to a project. So that semester i just kind of i was already going through a lot so i took it off just because of personal reasons and i needed to get my health in a better situation so i come back and i believe it was like we were at the quad i'm sitting down with mario and he was a construction major at the time yeah so i sit down with him and i'm like hey like what do you do like what what is construction <laughs> yeah like what is const- what is construction man like what is construction si- at texas is like construction science and management." signs what do you guys do like can you break it down for me so he writes it down on a paper blah blah explains the situation tells me what i'm gonna do and like what you're supposed to do and i shit you not it was i was like if i don't do this today i'm not gonna ever do it again and i'm gonna be stuck with a career i don't want to do so i walked over to the to the admissions whatever i asked him what i needed to do to switch my major and the next day i switched my major shit yeah it was as clear as that Uh, i took my first class it was like intro to construction management i loved it it was a guy a professional named humphreys really got me into it i talked to him i explained my situation he's like i think this is what you want to do and this is made for you yeah i go through the whole um i guess like classes for it and everything and uh it was harder than electrical engineering for me because i was so good at math and science and it still had math and science, but just how much outside thinking you had to do and how much on your feet you had to be. Yeah. It made it a little bit harder for me. I guess for other people, it's very easy because it's not, I wouldn't say it's the hardest um, major at Texas State, but yeah. it is a very difficult one if you're not into it.
1: Yeah, no, i I met a lot of people.
0: Yeah, you know. it's a lot of reading, a lot of detailed reading. And if you're not cut for it, you will be cut in the industry real quick. I've seen so many people get fired like just right off the bat.
1: Yeah, no, it's crazy, because I, I didn't meet a lot of construction science majors, uh, and and they like they were always, like, intense about work. And- it's
0: a lot of group work, and it's a lot of, like, you really want to have to do this, so I took the time, I studied, I did everything, you know, I wasn't getting, like, the best grades I wanted to, which was strange, because I'm coming off from, like, an engineering mm-hmm. degree, and I'm getting a little bit of lower grades than I was over there, so that kind of shocked me for a bit, but it made me want it more. Cause yeah. it was always that thing of like, I know I could do it and I know this is what I want. And maybe this is why it's harder for me.
1: Yeah, no, mm-hmm. no it's, it's, and, it, and it's crazy. Cause I, I, I always tell people to get an internship because it, it I mean, there's a lot of debates about internships, paid internships, not paid internships. Uh, but I think, and I think you touched this is the, the beauty of an internship is, is this for me? Mm-hmm. Cause you know, I took an internship. Well, it was, it was a student job. But it was I took an internship because uh, I was a graphic design major, Comdes, uh if you wanna get it politically correct, but it was <laughs> communication design. And I I took an internship or it was paid, thank God. And I was doing it and I was I was doing it and I'm like, this is not what I wanna do. Like yeah. I do not wanna do this. Like I enjoy this, but I don't wanna do this. I'm good at well, I, I wouldn't say I was good at it, but mm-hmm. but I just it just it wasn't for me. Like after yeah. I tried it, I did it. I'm like no, like I I'm more I'm more of making shit happen, you know. Yeah. And so, a lot of people won't do what you do. Like just go there and <laughs> change your major. I I just
0: it was like a big hail mary for me because yeah like I didn't tell my parents until two semesters after I changed it.
1: Yeah no, and I mean,
0: for like you know for Hispanic parents it's like. See no sabes que I said like, para que estas ahí. Yeah, like, what are like you doing? you're just fucking wasting, wasting your money, time. You yeah. But uh, for me, it was like, I already had that full ride, so that's what was covering it. So you're like, good. Like, I was like, good. like, fuck it. If I don't do it now, I don't, I'm never going to do it.
1: No, and, and so like, for me, I had to take an intro class to figure out what I wanted to do. And so I took that intro class, intro to advertisement, and I'm like, bro, that's it. I'm doing this. I'm doing this. And I won't lie to you, even when I was in there, when there was tough classes or tough courses, I was like, maybe this ain't safe for me, but you know, I pushed through, mm-hmm. I started my career in advertisement and that's what I've been doing. Um, uh, but, uh, no, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy how like, you know, you think you want something and then you get in the field and you're like, fuck, this is not what yeah. I want. So, uh, you know, everyone get it, get it. Uh, yeah.
0: and it, it's crazy cause COVID actually kickstarted my career because so, it was my second to last semester when COVID hit and we didn't know if we were going to go to like online yeah. or not and it everything ended up being no classes for like a month and a half. I ended up getting laid off. I think I was working on Rainy Street at the time already. I had moved from 6th Street and I had jumped around a little bit between other bars and I ended up on Rainy Street. I get laid off because They shut down the bars Mm -hmm. and I'm like, fuck, like, what am I going to do? I still got to pay. I was living at the Linden at the time. I got to pay this rent. I got other shit to do. And, uh, I end up getting a job with this guy that's doing like fence remodeling or some shit like that. Yeah. And, uh, I worked for him a whole day and he shoots me a text and asking, hey i'm gonna just go to mexico like before they close the, the, <laughs> the shit doesn't pay me or nothing and just kind of tells me okay you're out of a job again so i get laid off twice and then i call uh i call my uncle because he has an electrical company and uh he offers me he's like hey like you could help me out you can learn blah blah and that was sort of kind of like what started my career so he helped me learn a lot about it and just what it meant to be a project manager in an electrical company. And then my boy uh, Brian Estrada, he went to Texas A too. Okay. Think he's uh he was like part of SOB over there. So he actually puts me onto an internship, and he's like, hey, like you know my company needs somebody, blah blah, like uh where you're interested in internship and he lands me right away with the new Google building here in Austin.
1: oh let's go. So right off
0: the back I'm coming off from like a mom and pop shop into a thirty eight floor building. Google you just throw Google out in the name and everybody knows like you're doing something, you know. So I end up there. I had worked there for like a year and a half. I think I interned for maybe like a little over six months and then I got my offer uh, once I was graduating I signed with that company and uh, I actually put in my two weeks uh, three weeks ago so oh. uh, I got the experience I needed uh, the project topped out um, construction majors will know what that means which means like they they poured the last concrete floor on it and yeah you know now they're just doing the finishes I ended up moving to a different project which taught me a big lesson about like how a project could go wrong and everything. And like, kind of like yeah. how quick you need to be on your feet and how responsive you need to be. So I got a different opportunity with a different company now. And basically I'm going to be one of the main guys. Cause it's a small, I'm going from a big company to a smaller company. Okay. But I'm going to be more on the operational side. So like I'm going to still be a project manager, but I'm going to have more of a voice in what happens in the company. And that's why I took the position.
1: That's good, man. Yeah. It's, it's good to evaluate those things when you're, shifting from one company to another um so you did your internship with with the same company how different was that like like how different was the internship and your job that you have now Uh, or that
0: you with my internship it was more of like just kind of like being a sponge just kind of like learning everything being taught yeah kind of asking questions doing here and there kind of building up the type of person you want to be for the spot you have and um it was mainly kind of doing the busy work for the guy on like above you you know like you're doing his busy work you're learning how he does it uh what i like to do is kind of i would read his emails and see okay why is he using this type of words why is he formatting this this certain way how is he organizing his folders and everything like that kind of like building off of that and uh, kind of just shooting the shit, honestly, man. I was just shooting <laughs> the shit with the guys. You know, it's a bunch of dudes in one office. A lot of locker room um, talk? I'm yeah, it, it it was it was weird. Because was I wasn't expecting it to be that chill, you know. Like, for yeah. my internship, it was very chill. You know, a bunch of guys in the office. It made me think a lot about that show in the office. Like, dude, this is exact, exactly <laughs> how my office is. But we were just kind of bullshitting some days. We were like, what the fuck is going on here, man? You know, like, and... Here and there, it was, like, complaining and stuff like that. A lot of, like, drama, which is weird for construction.
1: It's crazy how, like, relatable the office, the show the office is to, like, a lot of people in in the workplace.
0: Yeah, and then once I switched over to, like, full-time, that's when, like, I started getting more responsibilities. I started having to, like, show, like, kind of, I guess you could say, tus garras, like, your claws, whatever. You know, you got (laughs) to, like, show that you're worth it the money that they're giving you, you got to yeah. show that gotta all the inve- yeah you got to justify the investment they made in you mm. and um i actually got the opportunity to work with the main guy from austin like the guy in charge of austin and my company's vice president like closely like we were in the same office they were teaching me mentoring me and like i was just a sponge man i was really surprised of how so little time could help me become a such a Better PM and a better, I guess you could say, like field person. Yeah, for my industry, and it just helped me a lot. And that's kind of what made me decide to take this opportunity because I was debating this opportunity for like a month. I was like, I don't think I'm ready. I'm not sure if I believe in myself that much. And after working with them, the amount of fuck ups that happened (laughs) at that job, like it made me realize that, like, you know what? If any other person would have been in this position at my age they would have not done the same things that I have did and I'm betting everything on myself for this next opportunity. So I'm pretty happy about that.
1: That's good, man. That's good. Congratulations. I hope you, you knock it out of the park at the, the next job. Man. I hope so
0: too. Yeah. Cause shitty projects make for a good lesson, but they, how, they uh,
1: how, how much cushion you got be, between the two jobs, like uh, a few days, a few weeks before you start the other one?
0: No. So yesterday was my last day. Um, and i start on tuesday right after oh okay so it's like a four-day weekend type thing transition yeah so I'll that's I just, a good little break though four days yeah uh i'm actually gonna have to do not a lot of reading but i'm gonna have to like look into the plans this weekend just kind of prepare myself a uh, big thing that i like to do that i know i think deandrick does it too because i heard his podcast mm. is i like to plan my things on sundays or sometimes two days before i like really planning out my week like even to the point where like Hey, this is what I'm going to eat. This is the times I have. This is what I need to read. This is what I need to know. And this is what meetings I'm going to have this week.
1: That's good. Because
0: if you don't have that, like you will get destroyed in some of these meetings. Like I remember walking into my first meeting at this new project thinking I was hot shit. I got destroyed. Like to the point where like. Those are the worst, man. Yeah, I definitely got destroyed by, you know, the general contractor because we're a subcontractor because we only focus on electrical and lighting. Got destroyed because I didn't know what was going on in the project.
1: Oh, dude, I hate yeah. when that shit happens. I hate. I I got cheated out at work yeah. a few times. All right, Irvin. So, looks like we hit that point of the show where we shift over to the famous Q and so, a Yeah, <laughs> the, the <laughs> closeout Q and A. Sorry, I blanked out there for a bit. Oh
0: no, yeah, I was like, "Fuck, where do we leave off?" At? Hey, you know, uh, every, I, we had like two beer. Uh,
1: The IPAs, man, that'll get you. Uh, We're drinking uh, Real Ale Brewery beers. Uh, Pretty good. Pretty good, pretty good. Uh, Okay, so these questions are totally open to your interpretation. There is no right or wrong. You can take them how you want, answer how you want. But uh, this is something that I ask all my guests just to see different perspectives. Uh, But anyways, let's, let's get into it. So five questions or six, five? No, five. <laughs> uh okay, so let's go to the first question. Um what is the best piece of advice that you've ever received and, and and why?
0: The best piece of advice that I received? Uh I think it has been from my dad. Okay. Because he's always like I feel like I fucked up so many times in my life where I didn't know I was gonna be able to get back up or how I was gonna be able to push through. You know, there's some times where I really thought like fuck, this is it for me, you know? yeah and he's always told me like you know like you're smart you gotta believe in yourself and it's not how hard you fall it's how how well you get back up
1: you know Mm, like how much
0: drive do you have to get back up and like coming from him it means a lot because he he left his house when he was 12 so like you know like living on your own in mexico is not that easy especially for that age and i always took it to heart when he told me like He's like, I believe in you, you know, and he doesn't really tell, he's not really, like, the type to, like, yeah. be like, hey, te quiero, or, like, hey, like le and shit. like. He's always like, bro, just get your shit together,
1: you know. It's it's, it's crazy when you hear uh, stories from, like, Mexican parents mm-hmm. uh, where they're like, you know, I left at 11, came to a new country, not knowing a yeah. language, not, knowing, not even getting a proper education in Mexico where they're from. Like, it's just crazy mind-blowing how, like, the drive that someone has, like, how far it will get them,
0: you know? Dude, no, yeah. Seeing from, like, from the stories that he's told me where he started and the stories that his family has told me where he started to, like, where he's at now, like, it definitely inspires me a lot. Like, yeah. not just because he's my dad, but I don't think a lot of people could do something like that.
1: It's some it's some tough shit, dude. Like, a lot of people don't really think about it. Like, um, I think I didn't really think about it as much until I went to a new country or like, mm-hmm. I had a fucking anxiety attack when I couldn't fucking talk to no one because no one spoke English or Spanish. And oh, I'm like, fuck God dang it. Yeah. Like when I was in Rome, dude, like I had to like find a, find like a little corners where I could just chill, relax. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I'm like, bro, I'm freaking out. Uh, but anyways, uh, yeah, no one knows like, like until you go out there and experience yourself, you're like, you know, props to you, man. Yeah. No. For, and like, they've, shit like that. yeah,
0: they've definitely taught me like, based on experiences like him and my mom, like there's a point where like, I think we weren't doing so well. And then, uh, dude, th- they cut our gas, our light, like everything, Sheesh. water and everything. And like my mom put the family on her shoulders and, you know, fucking, step up, yeah. yeah, stepped up to the fucking plate. And, uh, from that day on, I was like, I've never want to see this happen to myself again. So from there, it's only been up. So yeah. I'm kind of glad about that.
1: That's good, man. That's good. Uh, Okay. Going to the second question. Uh, if you can grab a drink with anyone in the world, past or current, uh, who would it be? And of course, why?
0: Uh, I've never been so much about like famous people, but no. I had, it, it does it have to be just one person or it could two, be whoever you want. Like. Uh, I think I would pick two people in my life that like passed away already. So I'll pick my uncle. Cause like he was very inspiring to me and Motherfucker, they didn't even know how to drive, and he traveled the world. So shit, really? <laughs> yeah, him, and then uh, I think Carino, I would like one last talk with him, for yeah. sure. Both of them, one last talk with them, and I think I'll be pretty good.
1: That was deep. That was deep.
0: I wasn't trying to make a deep. No, 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 no yeah, no. no you no, know, no. it's just like those are two people that like really it, it, like it, like, it, like they made me like think about like where I want to be and stuff like we, that. So yeah. like I really appreciated those conversations I had with them.
1: Yeah. No, I think, uh, I think those are two solid options, man. Yeah. Uh, so what, what, uh, what's, what's your favorite place of all places that you traveled? Uh, fuck.
0: I don't know. Um, I want to say it's the favorite place because of the place, but my favorite place because of the experience. So before I turned 21, the last trip that my uncle gave me a trip for my graduation before I even graduated. Yeah. And it was with all my uncles and a bunch of my aunts. We went to Vegas. And so (laughs) think about like a fucking 20 year old hanging out with all his older uncles and all his older aunts. And like, we were all just having a good time. And there was one night where we all like, just got like super drunk, had a good time. Like, it just felt like it was like a for forever night thing. Cause dude, we started like late at night and then it was until the sun came up, like outside of our hotel room. Vegas people coming up looking at us like we're just weird security coming over to tell us to like yo you guys gotta like relax and go back up type shit but that was one of the experiences that like definitely made me appreciate family a lot
1: yeah no, no it's mm-hmm. it's it's always those moments like um, I know when uh, like like the first time you get drunk with your uncle mm-hmm. or like the first time you get drunk with like your dad. Yeah. Like you're just like, Oh shit. Like, like this is fun. Like, why yeah. haven't we been doing this?
0: Yeah. Why can't we do this more often? You yeah.
1: Know? Yeah. No. Uh, first time I like I got drunk with my uncles, it was really fun. Um, now I think I I do it more than I should. Now, now I'm just like with my uncles and I'm the drunk yeah. one. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah.
0: I definitely have to get back with that. I feel like I stepped a little bit aside from my family, but I definitely have to get back to like yeah. drinking with them and stuff.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think that's what makes, uh, uh, at, at least in the hispanic community that i know of like that's like what makes our you know christmas parties great uh, Yeah, that's what makes our you know noche buena, uh thanksgiving i didn't experience fourth that. Of July. i didn't
0: experience that growing up because i was always kind of like to my own you know like, yeah i didn't really like grow up as like all my uncles and cousins and stuff like that but as i got older i started doing that i was yeah, like and- yeah, I was like, "Yo, why the fuck haven't I been doing this my what, whole
1: life?" Well, do? Just same thing, same thing, because like you know, my cu- like you know, my cousins. Shout out to my cousin Jenny, active listener. Like mm-hmm. she, she's always listening. Uh, but like we started like reconnecting back too, because like we, we, we all like started being grown ups. or, like, you know what, you know, whatever drama was in the family, that's in the past. But yeah, like, same,
0: same situation.
1: And now my cousins that are you know that were like I don't want to say similar age because you know there's. I'm a little older yeah. than some of them but now we're like at the age of we're like we can make our own decisions and think for ourselves and have a great time like we, we take advantage of that and yeah. you know when I, like right before I moved out here we were going to monkey's tails and, and drinking and taking That's shots bad. and so you know it's, it's, it's really interesting like yeah like I, I know what you mean dude like when you're when you're with your family, you're like, bro, like, how come we haven't been doing this shit all the Yeah, I was,
0: I was never a big family person, but I feel like now I'm getting to that point where, like, yeah. I feel like that's a need for me. Like, I feel like since I didn't have that, I need it now, you know?
1: All right. Uh, going to this next question. Uh, back to that. I've never been to Vegas. you never been to Vegas? Never been to Vegas. I want to go.
0: I I haven't been to a lot of places. I know I had a lot of trips that got canceled because of COVID and, like and stuff. Like, <laughs> traveling fucking, during yeah. the pandemic, dude. Yeah, I almost <laughs> almost moved out to a different like state to like yeah. live there and work. I think I told you about it.
1: Then yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah, we, we, we 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 talked yeah, about COVID it. Yeah,
0: COVID just kind of changed that for me.
1: Uh, okay, going to <laughs> going to question number four. It does sound like 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 I I know what you mean. Like when I say it to like, oh yeah, you know, I was planning a trip here. And then I did it. And then I did it. And you're yeah. like, it's a pandemic. But yeah. everything's reopening up. So mm-hmm. everything's good. Uh, but I hope so. Yeah. Uh, I,
0: I got to stop going places to drink. Because I feel like that's what all I've been doing. Like, I've been going like Bourbon Street a lot for some reason. To drink? <laughs> to drink, <laughs> and I'm like, about the culture. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's it's funny that you say that, though. Because uh, uh, I I went into Europe. That was the last trip I took. Like the main main overseas. Well, one of the last trips I took... Before The pandemic started it was to Europe. We did yeah. it we in January, and the pandemic happened in March. But, anyways, we went out and we got drunk 10 days in Ireland, in happened. London, and Amsterdam. And I felt so bad because, um, uh, like I, I had already gone to Europe and I studied uh, out there, so I already did all the artsy, yeah. you know, museums, walking to the historic place. I already did all that. DeFlow, on the other hand, did, never oh, did it, shit. and so we went that we went to Europe, and I was just getting slopped every night. and And Defoe would be like, "Hey man, let's uh let's not get too wild, you know. I want to go to the park tomorrow. I want to go to explore, explore. And and explore. And I'm like, like bro, no, fuck that, fuck yeah. that, <laughs> <laughs> bro. You got so bad at Dude, me. No, yeah.
0: uh, New Mexico is a cool place that I visited. I went for the hot air balloon festival there.
1: The ah, that in uh, uh Silver City? That's the only time I I, know. I went when I was like Cruces? a sophomore in high school. Uh, yeah.
0: I feel like I traveled a little bit more when I was younger. I was more spontaneous about shit than I am now.
1: I know New Mexico. I think Albuquerque. Albuquerque is, I think, it's name Yeah. So, I think Albuquerque is, like, the the up-and-coming. It's, like, the new Austin. Uh, that's what
0: they say about all these cities, because that's how, that's, how the that's how they got me hooked on Nashville. They're like, it's the new Austin. It's, it's the, 10 years uh, away uh, from Austin now. Portland. Portland's another Portland, one. Yeah, I've Portland's Portland. always, like,
1: the new uh, the West mm-hmm. Coast Austin. Uh, but, I uh, mean... I, I I gotta go check it out. I gotta go yeah, see it
0: for myself. Definitely, gotta take some trips, some more trips. <laughs> I do have uh, some plans this year, but I just gotta wait and see how like everything turns everything out. Everything plays out because now Delta's out here fucking Delta's the whole just party. Yeah, uh, the whole bro. party's out here just fucking
2: canceling uh, shit.
1: We'll see. We'll see. Uh, okay, so what is your favorite item that you bought this year? Like it could be literally like from today to like last year, like last year today or. 2021 whatever whatever that item might be it could be whatever
0: favorite item that i bought something
1: that you bought this year that you're like bro this shit's pretty tight um fuck
0: i don't think i bought a lot i I was
1: gonna say your beats but you gave it a bad
0: (laughs) if anything i would say uh it's not big but i bought this fucking like shaker for like pre-workout and protein oh no! but it, she, it doesn't have the little ball in it it shakes on its own like it's called like a healing mix or something like oh that. really and like you just shake it and it blends it so well because like so on am other ones with the little ball it will leave it very grainy oh yeah and that will bother it will like piss me off sometimes and now that i have this one like it doesn't do it i'm not sponsored or anything don't have a code Not sponsored much, but no code. <laughs> uh yeah it was pretty cool i saw it on tiktok and i was like nah, i'll try this set out you know whatever and then they it worked. Yeah, it ended up being like really good, like surprisingly good. I don't know how they got it, the mechanism on it to work, but yeah, I actually have it in your fridge right there. You could probably check it. out. I'll check it out. Later. I'll check yeah. it
1: out. Yeah, I think uh, I think one of the things that I hated the most out of people that worked out was that ball when they would walk around and they were shaking and the balls. Yeah, like, see, I didn't like the noise. I
0: didn't like how grainy, they, <laughs> <laughs> how grainy it would leave it and stuff like that. But yeah, I mean, I bought a lot of like. Workout gear lately, just because I got really back into it. But back back into it. Yeah,
1: that's good, man. That's good. Uh, okay, let's go to the last question that I have here. Uh, what book, movie, podcast uh, have you read, seen recently? Would you recommend it, and why?
0: Um, hmm, book, movie, or podcast?
1: Uh, Netflix series.
0: Uh. There's one book that I always end up reading and you have to like really be into it and like kind of like take a few pages into it it's uh one of the I don't know if it's 6 or 7 divine books or something yeah but they recommended to me is uh, Inferno by Dante. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a really good book, but you you just got to get through the first three pages and really read into it and it's talking about like the stages of hell and stuff like that yeah, and like, seven, I've always seven layers of hell yeah I've always really liked readings like that like about like um, I guess like church stuff and mm-hmm. like mythology and stuff like that just about like hell heaven and you know uh, angels and demons and stuff like that I've always been so I always nerd out when it comes out to stuff like it's that it's
1: interesting Uh, so I one I actually been to Dante's grave oh, like shit. I, I uh, he's buried in a church in Florence Uh, so it's him Michelangelo and Uh, I forgot who else, but they're they're buried together Mm -hmm. in the church. Uh, But but yeah, I think uh, Dante's Inferno was like, for the first time ever, there was an image of hell, and that's why like everything that you see till this day, like of hell, of uh, you know the devil and all that shit, like it all ties back to Dante's Inferno. I, I read somewhere. Uh, I never, I never watched the show American Horror Stories. Never seen it's it. It's so good,
0: uh, dude. Ruben actually got me into. It really, we dude. I ran through all the seasons, and I'm watching the new season right now, which is like a double feature type thing with like some bloodsuckers and aliens. And
1: I did see that. I did see uh, that. Dude, I always get hooked on them. But, so good. So I never. Very seen good actors. Really? Okay. Because yeah. it changes every season, right? Like every season. Yeah, it? it
0: changes every season. Now they did like a spinoff where it's like American Horror Stories with a S at the end. That one's really bad, like shitty (laughs) stories. I think they're just making it to like show, like, hey, this is how stupid shit is, and like you guys are still watching it.
1: Yeah. (laughs) So what's what's funny is, uh, well, the reason I brought that up was there's a theory, and I I read this a long time ago. Like I said, I never watched the show. I just came up to like through this fucking BuzzFeed article or something. Mm -hmm. I don't know where it was, but it apparently every season of American horror stories represents a layer of Dante's Inferno.
0: Oh dude. And so they talk about it in American horror stories. And one of the episodes where it's like, I guess on one of the seasons. It's like people can't, if they're murdered in this house, they can't leave it. It's because they don't let go. They don't forgive themselves and they don't let go of the type of person they were and what they're supposed to become. So it it has a lot of like, like, deep tissue like storylines yeah but you really have to like think about it and that's why i like it like it's it's good just to watch you know and it's entertaining but once you start digging deep, deep into it like you start learning more about other stuff and they ha- they bring up like history in it too so it's not like it's just like all fake like it is fictional but yeah. they bring up storylines from the past
1: yeah no no that's that's crazy. so you you're a big uh you're gonna be a big Halloween guy. (laughs) Yeah. So me,
0: (laughs) Ricardo, and Enrique actually had this thing where it was like we would say spooky time all the time. And it got to the point where like it just got like so annoying. We would
1: say it's spooky hours. Dude, we were like, let's go
0: get a spooky drink. Let's Let's go get a spooky snack. Yeah, like type (laughs) of shit like that. And uh Yeah, man, it was it was just a thing that we kind of had going on with each other for the longest. Spooky hours. I
1: remember that. I remember we were all just bullshit uh you know let's go to spooky chapter meeting uh, dude
0: yeah like i i missed a little group chat name changes yeah it, was, uh, change it depended on the season uh, or like whatever was happening and then like a new picture of sean of uh, sean the sheep would show up with like well, yeah. if it was halloween they'll put like a Halloween thing. we'll photoshop on. uh yeah. like a pumpkin or something pumpkin or if it was like, easter we'll like put a bunny, ears. bunny ears or if it was like christmas with like a red nose and, on him and
1: then he got yeah with the rudolph <laughs> and then he got replaced by uh baby ruben oh baby ruben yeah. and baby ruben and like baby ruben, just like we would put like all kinds of shit on his uh on his picture dude That's yeah i,
0: I me it was like just funny
1: uh what about like anything anything that you're binging right now on netflix uh, uh peacock
0: i mean i've just been watching the american horror stories uh so i was kind of working from home all week and like Dude, I ran through a lot of shows. Like, I finished Outer Banks. I finished All American. Oh, my favorite show so far, though, has been Lucifer.
1: Oh, there and you go.
0: Lucy- watch- Lu- you need to watch Lucifer. Like, People it's so do good. tell me about that. The first episode is corny, but after that, like, it, you start getting really into it, and it's pretty good. I liked it a lot.
1: Yeah, okay. And so we, we, we're seeing the trend here. You like, are you into. No, a- I
0: told you, I'm really into, like, a bunch of, like, stuff that has to do with the church and stuff like, even though I'm not a very like religious person or anything. Like, I just like reading about it.
1: Dude, are you, um, are you, um, in, uh, I forgot what I was going to say. Are you, oh, are you into like true crime podcasts? They're all, true they're, crime? Yeah. They're always I've heard beating some, me on the, but I, on the I charts. Ha- I haven't. No, I, no? Ha- I
0: have not jumped into any, po- I think the last one was like Joe Rogan and then like, um, there was, uh, what's that guy's name? Everybody hates him. He's like very um, conservative, Ben
1: Shapiro uh, or something. Like yeah, that. I've yeah. Heard of some of his. Uh, I I like listening to his shit. Well, not because I like him or anything, but like yeah. his. I, I I like to like listen to the his arguments and like, yeah.
0: His, I, I feel like he creates a good argument, but you know, some of the stuff his I flaws. Like, him, I like.
1: Yeah. Okay, let me rephrase that. I I like the way he structures his arguments yeah. and how he like is it's just te- like technical like like
0: i feel like he knows how to he knows how to overthrow a conversation yeah. like yeah. really well and then like i've seen shit where like it actually happens and then when he talks about it on his podcast it's way different than what actually happened and i'm like yo like that's pretty good if you're if you're able to like change that perspective like that shows that you're a pretty good writer i don't know podcaster in a way yeah but him uh i l- I like watching a lot of, like, interviews on YouTube. Like, um, I think the last one I watched was with Young Thug. I didn't expect them to be that open and actually very... He's a very intellectual person. A lot of these rappers, like, just because of stuff they rap about, you would think, like, oh, they're not the smartest person. But a lot of them are very intellectual. Like, Title the Creator was one of the... A big influence in me, like, when I was growing up. And just because I... Not because of his music, but because of his interviews. Like, the shit he was saying in his interviews was... Very real, and I, yeah. and I felt like I touched base with a lot of the stuff he said, you know?
1: Shit. That's good, man. That's good. I, I, You know, honestly, I haven't been watching anything. I think the the next thing... All right, so, Seinfeld is coming on Netflix, and I can't wait because... I've never watched that. Because people like you that never watched okay. it are going to watch it for the first time. And, and, you be, like, oh, and be like, oh, this is crazy. Bro, this is fucking funny. And then it's in the 90s. And so... Uh, one thing that like uh, me and Flip talk about all the time is like the sneakers that because Seinfeld uh, is a big sneakerhead, oh, so he wore us. all the red. Like he wore a lot of like not all of them, but he wore like a good chunk of retro shoes on uh, on dope. Seinfeld. That's why and, like I liked, uh, the '90s swag, like the 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 the, the uh, whitewashed jeans. Like it's gonna be yeah. great. People saw like on Will the,
0: Smith on the Prince of uh, Yeah Yeah
1: Yeah. Prince it was around the same time. Yeah, dude, yeah so yeah, he was
0: always wearing like retros and shit like that, and like. I've always been like big into shoes, and then it wasn't until I was able to afford them. Like my dad would buy me like a mm-hmm. pair like every year, but it it meant either you get one pair a year or you get a couple <laughs> like cheaper ones. And I would always pick the one. I would always fall for yeah, a like, get, big you get that the one I want. This yeah,
1: yeah. for the school year
2: yeah.
1: Uh, but now so Seinfeld's coming on. I think it's gonna be great. I think people that haven't seen it are or like people that know about it and like they used to like it used to come out at night. And never paid attention Are I actually gonna get the jokes now. It's 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 evergreen. Sense, yeah. yeah. It's gonna be funny. Uh Tet Lasso, season two's out. I love Tet Lasso. Mm-hmm. Soccer show.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. I think you talked to me about you it. gotta I was watch watching it. it here last time. Yeah, we were yeah, watching it here I did, before I the, didn't get to started. To start anything.
1: it, yeah, yeah, season two's out. Uh
0: oh, dude, all up and have, down. Okay, this is probably like sidetrack, but have side you track. been keeping up with all like the Premier League like Yeah like you know people coming in and buying... now Cristiano
1: Ronaldo Manchester United Man, you that's going to be good Messi That's going to be too. fucking crazy. Fuck has man, Messi has played he, his first game Yeah, he didn't
0: he, I saw the highlights he touched the ball a few times that was about it. Oh, okay. Really, like, I thought it was going to be a bigger crazy. deal, but I guess It was so. a big deal. Like it was probably the most watched. I think they said it was the most watched like game in France. Oh. Like in the in their league, the Liga 1 or something. Yeah. Uh but yeah, like he didn't really do much. It was alright. I um, I like Messi a lot. Like I'm a, he's a great guy. I'm a I'm a Real Madrid fan before anything, but now that he's not on Bar- Barcelona, Barcelona, I think I could buy one of his jerseys. You
1: know, you know what? Uh Messi, you listening out there, come on to the podcast. Come on on to the podcast. We got tell, tell us why you did it. <laughs> we did it the story. Uh no, but PSG's doing some good moves. Uh premier league has just been shocking this Dude, whole time
0: all these new like i feel like these all these teams are getting like they signed stacked.
1: newcastle signed that mexican guy from uh santos i think yes or Was it,
0: he had the same name as a guy from the movie in gold yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah 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 he did yeah. yeah so i saw that uh talking about mexicans raul jimenez is, is playing again is uh, he,
0: i thought they weren't gonna let him because they don't want him traveling to mexico since mexico is like like they don't they don't want people traveling in Yeah no
1: no no in. he he played against Tottenham oh. that's the only reason No no mean. no
0: he's playing with Wolves like he's playing with his team but they're not letting him play the World Cup qualifiers Oh yeah. I didn't know that and also, El Tecatito, they're not letting him play either because, like, he was supposed to go to AC Milan, but that didn't go through, and now they're keeping him in Porto, and Porto doesn't want him playing with Mexico for the World Cup qualifiers.
1: Damn. So, is this, is is Mexico not qualifying? Uh, did, I don't know, Did USA They've been losing to USA all this year. What's up with yeah,
0: that? Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure. I haven't really been keeping up with, like, the international games. I've been keeping up more with, like, the club teams. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't have cable anymore, so I haven't really been like keeping <laughs> up with my teams, and uh, it kind of sucks because I was so big on that like waking up Sundays watching them. Uh, it was like kind of like a thing that me and my dad had going. Yeah, with, like, go get breakfast and then come back and watch this and stuff. come back but and shit. Now that I you know live apart from that, like don't we'll, have cable.
1: We'll see, man. All all, all, all I know is uh, Tottenham three zero. We're gonna go. We're gonna, we're, dude, we're doing fucking good. a
0: good team. I like Son. Son's dude, a very good player. Son
1: is my guy, dude. Mm-hmm. And uh, Harry Kane was Harry Kane's te- pretty good. He was teasing us for like two weeks. They don't have Bill in, anymore huh? this
0: season, right? Because they already took him back for the, yeah. For the loan.
1: Yeah, he took him back. He, I mean, he won us like one or two games last that year. They had a good squad. We got a good squad now. I think, I think we got, we got a good coach I, finally. I'm
0: surprised they lost against Liverpool for that uh, UCL, yeah, Champions League. Dude, that's one thing. Before I die, Until, yeah. I have to go to Champions, a Champions League. League game. Oh, let me
1: ask you this: Champions League or uh, World Cup final? Champions League. Really? Yeah, Champions League. What about uh, World
0: Cup Final is Like, okay, yeah, you got the international players, but like Champions League, it's like the top players of the world. Like, you true, have the true. you have the top international players, but they're not playing with their like regular squad. This is people who they play with like all year round.
1: Yeah, no, it, it's true. It's like the best thing that money can buy.
0: I guess you could say that.
1: Yeah, I mean, th- I mean that's such what it is. I, I like both. I think, I think something about representing your nation is just like. Oh no! Yeah, go. I mean,
0: who wouldn't want to go to a World Cup game, but a Champions League game? Oh, like, I don't know, especially because imagine I, to think about it. Just because I feel like Europe is big on soccer. Europe, like that's their fucking go-to. That's like they live, breathe, and. Like praise
1: soccer. Yeah it's, yeah, it's crazy. It's nuts. Uh, yeah, but I mean, I mean, I'm excited this year. The Tottenham's doing good. uh I thought about about you know what? I thought about starting like a like like a, a soccer uh podcast because I, I should do a fantasy league.
0: I, I was thinking that soccer? Yeah, yeah. They have it on. They used to have it on Yahoo when I was in high school. I don't know if they saw. Ooh,
1: it. I gotta look into that.
0: I'll be down for that because like I've I joined a fantasy football league. I've yeah, never, I'm doing I've it. never done that. Are you in the one with Rod?
1: No. Okay, I'm doing Rod didn't with, tell uh, me. Uh, Appreciate it, Rod. Uh, yeah, I'm doing the one with Rod,
0: so it's my first. <laughs> no, we football we,
1: we got one with my classmates at school, and uh, yeah, okay, I'm I'm excited for football too. Football's back. Football's back. Football's back.
0: All the sports are coming back. Sports are
1: back. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, we'll see. I'm gonna look into that soccer one. I never done fantasy soccer. I'll be down
0: for that. Yeah, it was, it was pretty fun. When yep. I was in high school, like, we would do it all the time. We kind of just bet. You know, we were cheap, so we were betting, like, five bucks each or, like, 20 bucks at most.
1: Okay. I, I'm going to look into that, but uh, we'll see how it goes. We'll keep the listeners updated on that. If you want to join our soccer fantasy, Thanks, let us know. We'll throw
0: a link on the bio or something. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, uh, Urban, that this is it, man. We hey. we, we reached the finale. Uh, Thank you for having me here. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. pleasure. To the listeners out there, see y'all. Clink for then.